Pioneers of Esports podcast. Get ready. Well, we are recording already, so if we want to do the formal go, then it's up to, you know, y'all. Like I said, uh, I figure this is more of the Dorian show today, so. Is, is this where I take my shirt off? Do it. Dorian show. <laughs> Please don't take off your shirt. Well, today we have a special guest. He is Mike Iorossi, the winner of the 1994 Nintendo World Championships. Um, I'm appropriately wearing the Super Mario Kart shirt in honor of the middle game there. So, uh, hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. <laughs> Indeed. Always, so, uh, always great to talk to my super awesome friend, Dorian, and other person, Chris. Hey. So, we, you know, for the record, I haven't spoken to Mike in, like, God knows how long. It's been years, right, Mike? Man, it has been maybe, <laughs> maybe since yesterday probably I think maybe since yesterday yeah so uh recently mike flew out to uh, retro city fest in california had a little bit of a uh, throwback tournament to the 1990 nintendo world championships and the reason for that was because not only did mike win 1994 as the final champion the grand champion the nintendo world champion he also was a finalist back in 1990 so interesting little fact there. One of three people who was a finalist in both 90 and 94. So right. tell us a little bit about that history. Like, uh, talk to me about 90. What was that like for you? So 90, okay, so you hear about, you get Nintendo Power back then and um, start hearing about the tournament that's going around. They're going to arenas. So the first one I hear about is Jacob Javits up in New York. So I go, I forget who I went with. Um, I think I went with a friend of mine. It might have been Rich. Um, so we go up there, and it's a great, you know. I think that's where maybe I saw Final Fantasy for the first time. Mm -hmm. They had that on one of the displays. But, I mean, you were getting to see all these games that weren't released yet. So it was kind of like a mini E3 before there was one, but right. it was just for Nintendo stuff. Go up there. I play. I don't remember how I did in New York, but I was just, I was just happy to go and see what was there. And that was great. I believe that's where Robert Whiteman was, but I'm not even sure if I was there on the finals day. You know, I'm a little bit blurry on what went on in New York on the first trip. But when I heard it was going to Jersey, which I think was a couple months later, I think it was maybe in September, um, immediately I wanted to go to that. So I go there, and uh, that one goes fairly well i obviously make it to the finals on sunday um i met uh jason orlando there he had this crazy final fantasy jacket thought he was amazing at tetris and uh showed him that other people are also really amazing at tetris probably more amazing than you but that's that's fine uh <laughs> so we get to finals day on in new jersey okay it's on sunday and I do great. You know, they do top seven, and then it just comes down to the top two. I think I was second on stage, and I had a terrible game. Terrible. I mean, my Tetris looks, you know, like a jigsaw puzzle with pieces missing everywhere. And I only scored maybe eight 800,000 in the finals, but the other person did worse than me, barely, and I squeaked out the win. So, you know, we do that, and then, uh, you know, I sit there and get some pictures with, like, David. I don't remember who the 
the other kid was that won in the lower age group. But me and David Lopez became friends after that. You Jared know, Cohen. Phone numbers. Okay. I don't. Re- I don't remember the. I don't even remember the name, but I didn't know very many people in the lower age group. I think Jeff Hansen stands out and Jeff Hansen stands out. 29 other names. Right. <laughs> but me and David, man, we had, we had a great relationship for a long time. It's how I met Dorian through David. They lived in the same building. So um, me and him were like Tetris buddies. We went back and forth with high scores for a long time okay so i mean we end up we go to the we go to the finals in uh california and uh that's an experience because i hadn't that was like the first time i had flown uh maybe since i was like seven okay i think i'm 19 uh yeah i'm 19 when we do 1990 so it's an interesting experience going out there i the only people i really knew were uh i knew jason he was there with I want to say it was his mom came with him instead of his dad. And then I knew David. So we kind of hung out and man, I was super arrogant that entire weekend. You? I was, uh, I was full on me that entire weekend. But you know what? 19 year old me way worse than 48 year old me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I agree. When, but you know what? Everything we did that weekend, like they did press on Saturday where they had all the practice stations and they would put everybody on there and then the press would come by and they would ask, you know, a bunch of people questions. Well, throughout all of practice, I had top scores. So I was easily outscoring the competition in the eight to get it over. And then when it comes to the finals, I end up placing first out of seven or a first out of 30. So I go on stage in the first position, which was all the way on the right side of the stage. So if you see pictures of the stage, the weird thing is you're not going to see me mm. because the way they had the TVs on stage, they were down on the stage on an angle. And I didn't like that. I didn't like standing and I didn't like that. I was going to be that far away from the TV. I'm used to playing close up and I really didn't want the audience in my view anyway. Because that's a distraction. So I kneel down. I, I literally ask them, I'm like, can I kneel down here and play? And they're like, sure. So I'm sitting there, yeah, I'm playing. They put a guy with a camera like right here. <laughs> or I, I, They didn't really put him there. He just decided, <clears throat> I'm going to be here. And literally, the camera is in my uh, peripheral. Wow. And I'm like, dude, back off. <laughs> Guy on stage. Now this this is further into my game. Okay, so I'm already flustered by what's going on. I'll get to that in a minute. But literally, the announcer is like, "Can the cameraman please back away from the players?" You know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> he can see that. It's like, dude, you are a little close. So get to the end of Mario. I kill both Goombas. I have to clear the board. Go into the, the under stage. Oh, it's just horrible. By this, by the time I just get into that, my mind is shot rad racers a different pattern so i think i crashed four times by the time i got into tetris my mind was gone i think i lined out with like three seconds left mm. i only scored god i don't even remember three hundred thousand four hundred thousand it's horrible wow so uh obviously i go off stage i 
had a terrible experience backstage. I'm just uh, incredibly upset. So that's how that went for like, you know, 10 minutes. And then I came back out and I was fine. Uh, Bob goes on and wins, which was great. Maybe not great for me at the time, but you know what? In the end, uh, he he earned it. You know, mm-hmm. I sure. blew it. That was it. Uh, so you named you named a few people in there. Let's uh, let's go back and just kind of because there were a lot of notables in there. You mentioned a few people that. Uh, so Bob, for example, Bob was uh, Bob was famous because he is the Nintendo World Championships from 1990 champion. And uh, he was the 18 and up group, right? Okay. He, so, lived, he lived in Jersey. That's I what I was going to say. How did you know him exactly? Yeah, I knew Bob because we both went to Fun and Games in Wayne. Um, and Fun and Games was the arcade out there, right? That's right. Fun and Games in Wayne. We, uh, we lived there for most of the early 90s, right? Were the two of you I, competitive back then? Did you know each other on that level? No. No. He would kinda, I didn't really know him until... The, Nint- the Nintendo thing in New York and New Jersey. And yeah. that's when we started to realize that. Not really. But after that, you know, before the finals, you know, I would go up to his house and we would talk Tetris. And he would sit there. He played a lot of Tetris in the arcade uh, in Wayne. And um, I know he played some Street Fighter 2, but I don't know him from that. You know, I don't think he was one of the regulars there he right. showed up every once in a while but he just wasn't one of the regulars and um yeah that was it was just really cool things kind of soured a little bit after that for you know whatever reason i'm sure it was because he <laughs> won and i was a dick and he was a dick yeah. so you know we, we were both 19 and it was like fuck you fuck you and oh okay <laughs> i don't need to deal with you anymore all right, so that was Bob. What about um, Dave Lopez? You mentioned was my childhood friend, obviously the guy who introduced the two of us. So I've known you since about 1991-ish, I would 90, say. 1991. It was right around the time the SNES came out. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, because I remember we we were doing speed runs back then on uh, Super Mario World. So yeah, it would have well, been right when the SNES was released. Yeah, I don't think it was before the finals. So it was probably in 91. It was. Yeah, that's, it was definitely not before. Yeah. Fair enough. And then David, uh, he is, he, he has a little bit of a name for himself too, because uh, he's the other uh, of the three, I guess you could say another one of the three that was a finalist in both 1990 and 1994. So Mike and Dave are both in a very small elite group of people that were actually finalists in both years. Yeah. yeah. Still annoys me that I didn't get the uh, Chris Bidwell slot. The, the 2015. He was almost the only one to be in all three at Wanted the time. That. And then Wanted you would have had time. to go for 17 because if you hadn't gotten. 17. I would have. If, if I would have <laughs> if I would have made the finals there, I would have actually played Mario Kart, even though I thought that was just a terrible, terrible tournament. So we'll get to that for sure. We're going to talk yeah. a little bit about 2015. So back on back yeah. on 90 for a minute. Um, some things that maybe some people don't know. So when we're in where we're in. Uh, the dinner, it was, this was like uh, Saturday night before the finals. They had a big dinner. Everybody's there. So they had told us we were not going to get the carts. The parents had been handing Nintendo that, you know, is there a chance that we can get the cart? That's what we really want. Nintendo said no. Pretty flatly. Well, the parents hounded them a lot. And during this dinner, they actually came out and said, you know what? We decided we are going to give everyone a cart. 
you're not going to get it now. You'll get it at some point down the line. We'll mail a card to everybody and, uh, you know, consider that a little bit extra from us. Wow. And, I mean, the legacy that came from that. I mean, those parents are the superheroes yes. of Fucking those a. cards exist. Otherwise, the only cards you would have ever seen are the gold ones. Mm-hmm. There would have been no other uh, white cards. So, and yeah, I, I would love to know which parents it was that actually made the difference there. I know it was a, a few of them that were hounding them, but, yeah, I remember that dinner. You don't hear about that very often. They didn't take I no honestly, for an answer. That's great. Right. I honestly think that um, the collector landscape exists because of those cards. I think that that was the first card that made people say, hey, you know what? I want to collect rare Nintendo games. Mm -hmm. And that's what put, put people on that path. So um, we have them to thank for a lot of hobbyists that are out here today keeping the Nintendo brand alive. For, well, the brand is fine. Keeping the old <laughs> Nintendo brand alive. All right. So then... Um, so that was your experience with 19. So that was 1990. I, you know, not much came from 90. I, re I did do one thing, uh, press wise for 1990. Uh, I got a call from MTV. They wanted to do some show, so they were trying to bring in finalists from the area, and I was one of the ones that got called. So I went in there. My dad took me up to New York. We went to you know whatever building MTV was in, and. Um, Howard. Mm -hmm. Howard Phillips. Howard Phillips was there. And, um, you know, they just want you to go in and talk about Nintendo in general while you're playing something. They think they had Tetris set up and they had uh, Super Mario Brothers set up. And uh, they were just going to do uh, a bunch of, they, they were going to ask a bunch of questions and then edit it into whatever they were doing on TV. But it was really cool to get to meet Howard. I think that was the first time I met Howard. Oh, weird. Um, you didn't meet him at the thing, at the finals. I didn't. I didn't see him at the finals. Uh, maybe he was there. You don't remember. Thor always talks but about I how. I met him there. Yeah, meeting him he was there. Really so. cool. Yeah, I, I might. I, I might not have seen him, but you know, Thor ended up winning, and right. that perspective is a little bit different. <laughs> Just a bit. We'll get to that in, with the '94 one. Um, but he was really cool, and then he's like, you know, I think I could beat uh, Super Mario within six minutes. I. I want to say they had one of the carts there, right? And uh, we were playing on that, and he wanted to try and beat Super Mario Brothers within the 621. He couldn't do it. He wasn't nearly as good as he thought he was. But uh, <laughs> it was really cool getting to meet Howard and just, just sit, getting to sit there and chat with him for a while. It ended up being like this 30-second segment on something that Nintendo did, some half-hour program I can't remember the name of. Mm. And, uh, yeah. Have you found it? That was about it. I have not. Mm. I couldn't tell you what it was to this day interesting i wonder if there's a way to get our hands on that to kind of memorialize it and whatnot <laughs> yeah interesting I don't, and i don't remember who the other finalists were that they had there either it was uh, i know it was just people from that area and i know robert wasn't one of them so what about david did he make it out there it wasn't one interesting i didn't think so because i've never heard that story that's interesting nope. huh all right so um Kind what of, was your experience with 90? Go kind, ahead. Kind of generalized. What 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 type of gamer were you? Because a lot Nintendo was kind of aimed at kids back at the day. And having adults it play. Was. A lot of the adults uh, were more into the Atari stuff and it kind of dropped out. Well, I mean, for me, I, I kind of just played mainly Nintendo stuff back then. Mm -hmm. I 
hadn't really started my PC phase at that point, but not in 1990. That came a little bit later. Um, so it was mainly just Nintendo. I didn't have uh, Genesis, uh, and I didn't have the Master System. So I was, you know, I started out on the Atari right. back in, you know, early 80s. Uh, I think I played a little bit of... Oh, I don't think it was the Vectrex. I think it was something else um, that I can't remember. The one that had the uh, the on-screen overlays. Yeah, it was the Vectrex. You have, had the is it the Vectrex? Yeah. So I remember I, that was maybe the first thing I ever played video game-wise. And then it was the Atari. After the Atari, I, I didn't have it in television, but I played it. A friend of mine had it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the ColecoVision. And then Nintendo. Which right. uh, which had the Coleco not crash and burn with the Atom, that could have well have been the uh, Nintendo of its day because they had I mean, that it's relationship. Such a great with, system yeah. because back then you're trying you're just trying to get like a a good version of a port, right? Right. right. Arcade. I don't know how much I don't know how many of you remember, but Atari was trying to do ports, and when they did Pac Man, it was just the worst <laughs> Pac Man. Yep. Right. Ever. Yep. Right. It was wafers. It wasn't even dots. Video wafers. Yes. So, I mean, people just wanted accurate uh, accurate versions of arcade games. And Coleco did Donkey Kong really well. That's right. Uh, That's the base, got me into it. Baseball on the ColecoVision was great. ColecoVision had a few um, good games. I, Smurfs. I really like that system. Smurfs. Smurfs was fantastic. It, it is yeah. not... A lot of people make fun of me for that, but that means that they weren't old enough to remember it. So <laughs> It looked then, like the uh, damn cartoon. It was amazing. Yeah. Man, I would go into, you know, I don't even know what you call it, like a thrift store or mm-hmm. whatever. And when the crash happened, man, you'd pick up games for a dollar. Oh, yeah. There would just be a huge bin of games, and it'd just be like, these are all a dollar. Remember that. I want all of these. Right. Yes. I don't have any of this. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of, was, a lot of uh, kids thought it was a fad. We're not, uh, grown-ups thought it was a fad, but for us kids back then... We didn't want to stop playing. I we I yeah. bought all those damn games at, for a dollar in the bins, and yep. when Nintendo came out, it's like, hey, video games are back, let's go. But you know, there were a lot of kids, maybe slightly older than you, that kind of dropped out, and that's what's that's what I'm trying to. It's it's interesting that the uh, 18 and over group was won by 19 year olds, so that kind of shows that there wasn't a lot of sure. adult interest back then in Nintendo. It was seen as a kiddie thing. That's not entirely true because while right. there were, you know, a lot of us that were in that 18 to 21 range, there were parents in that 30, you know, that okay. yeah, were parents. old enough to be my parents <laughs> at the time. You <laughs> know? Anybody good? 40, 40 years old, like Tim Ross and even, uh, was, Tim and Cassandra Ross, yeah. right? Yeah, even uh, in 94, you had a lot of parents. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There were uh, there were some good players back then. Mm-hmm. Um it's interesting. We're talking about like when we went to the NES. As much as I was a gamer, when the NES came out, I didn't have a lot of games because during that time period, I was going out a lot and doing stupid shit. So I had like Super Mario Brothers, I had Gyromite, and I had Kung Fu. Those were my three NES games for like a year. I was super good at Kung Fu. Kung Fu is great. Let me tell you. <laughs> I was great at Kung Fu. I could do like 16 playthroughs of Kung Fu. Wow. You know, and the only guy that would even be a challenge is the one who got to knock his head off. The magician. The, the yep. wizard on the, yeah, right, on the fourth stage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Everything else was a joke. 
but man, I played a lot of Kung Fu. But then I, the, the first game that I really opened up gaming to me again was Zelda. Right yes. when the Legend of Zelda came on the NES, man, that was just that was different than everything else that came before it. I mean, you could think back to like maybe on the Atari when you had like the Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. that was really cool. Good fault. Um, but when you get into Zelda and you see like the level of complexity there that you really hadn't seen in a video game before, even you know the arcades were just quarter munchers, right? You know. Zelda was the first one that's like, we're telling a story, and you're going through this game, and there's dungeons and all that, and it's like, and it was obtuse. this, is, this mm-hmm. is fucking amazing. How was your playthrough you with that? Beat it, and then you beat it, and it's like, oh, there's a second playthrough, <laughs> and everything is different. Fucking mind blown. That's yeah. it. My mind is blown. <laughs> Mine was, too. Were you, um... Did you use a lot of uh, magazines or Nintendo Player's Guide? What, what Did you have any hints at all? Because I'm trying to imagine playing through that completely blind. I don't think very many people, even today, could do that, even when they know all the tropes. I know that I had Nintendo Power. Right. I can't tell you that I was using it in order to play. I, well, I've I, been my... a purist for a really long time exactly. when it comes to that. I love playing blind. Okay, I can tell you stories about like Dorian will remember my double dungeons maps. Mm -hmm. Okay, he made his own. I made my own. I loved double dungeons to death on the Turbo Graphics. It's really the it's literally the only reason I bought the system was so I could play that game. And the final stage had a giant map, took up like nine pieces of graph paper, and I mapped out that entire map. I love that game, but that's me. I'd sit there and I like to just figure things out for myself. Right. And I will bang my head up against the wall trying to do that just to be able to say that I did it. Because the thing about playing a game is if you're stuck at something, if it's a puzzle, once you solve that puzzle, that's it. That puzzle is dead to you. Right. You know, it might take 20 years for you to forget how that puzzle was done or something. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you just look it up and you get the answer, you miss out on that whole thing. You're that's, right. that's the gaming experience right there is sitting there and figuring that out for yourself and, you know, earning your way past it. Finding level yeah. seven was legendary for a lot of people. Like, like figuring out that you use the flute in a lake to dry up the lake to find that dungeon. That is so, sure. that is so obtuse to a, to a 10 year old in, in 1987 there's nothing like that before. <laughs> Nowadays, everybody knows, use every item, talk to every person. Like, you know, if you can't figure yeah. it out, just bullhead your way through and, and, and force a solution no matter what. But back then, you didn't think like that. You, you Everything up to that point had been, oh, well, here's a cave, go in the cave. Like, yeah. bomb, bombing things might have made a little bit of sense. But then, uh, so, so you, you just blowing a whistle, what? And then... Or... That or just walking north five times, like to get to uh, five. The, I the mean, woods, right? Yes, exactly. I mean, like that's the type of thing. To this day, I look back in that because Mike and I had that in common. We absolutely refused to ever read guides, and you might not remember it as strongly as I do, but I remember we had a dead stance against absolutely not reading any guides or anything of the sort. It was very so, rare that something would come in the way of that, and I could, I could tell you one that I know Doran will remember. And I, I already know which one you're going to say. Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger. Oh, my God. So back in the early 90s on the SNES, uh, I bought Japanese games a lot. 
It's like a lot of times we wouldn't even get uh, games here. Like Final Fantasy V never came here. So when six came out in Japan, I went and I bought it, right? Chrono Trigger came out in Japan, I went and I bought it. And, I mean, those carts weren't cheap. You'd go up to New York and you'd pay $120, $170 to get carts when they were new. They weren't cheap here either, so, yeah. <laughs> right. So I, we get Chrono Trigger and me and my friend John are playing through it. And we get to this point in Chrono Trigger where there's literally like four or five boards. That's all you have to explore. It's one of the time areas and you can't leave. But because we can't read what's going on on the screen, because this is Japanese, we have no idea what they're telling us to do. We literally talk to everyone a hundred times, no <laughs> idea what to do. Okay. And we're just like, okay, that's it. We're stumped. We have no clue what's going on or what to do. And we had to put it down. And I told my friend, I'm like, look, he had uh, like Prodigy or something. And he would go on there and look in the forums trying to find the answer. It's like two weeks later, he comes to us and he's like, I found the answer. Great, what is it? He's like, okay, so you have to go in this room where there's just this one guy standing by himself. You talk to him and then you have to run around the room three times and then talk to him again. <laughs> and I'm like, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. This is literally put here to stop people from playing that don't know Japanese. That's the only reason this could possibly exist. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And then the same thing happened with Final Fantasy VI. Final Fantasy VI, there's a point where you have to go, like the, the world is collapsing and you have to go up to the island. Well, when you have to go up to the island, do you remember what you have to do? Um, to wait for uh, Shadow? Yeah. I, I'm going to say I purposely have not played this game in 25 years because I'm trying to forget everything about it. Okay. Uh, You're going to know this one thing because it'll literally tell you on the screen. And it'll be in English. Okay, good. Means. Then in that case, spoil it away. You uh, you have to bring three people in your party. Oh, that's right, because they have to add the extra people in. Because nah. you have to have room for shadow. Right, right, right. right. Oh, oh, yeah, it was I, I can't read that, so I keep filling my party. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just oh go fly around. Yeah, I had no idea. I didn't. I didn't beat Final Fantasy VI until it came out in English. And when I got to that point, I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> That's all I had to do was put three people in the party. Yeah, That's yeah. I don't, I don't remember that, but I'm sure. Like yeah, I'm but sure yeah, that was one that, that we would type of stuff. But I mean, those are exceptions, right? It's not. I mean, you're not breaking the rule because it's literally like, I have no idea what to do. And I can't read what's on the screen that's telling me what to do. So, <laughs> And you see yeah, this today because I remember you were posting about playing through Dragon Quest XI, the Japanese version. Yeah. And yeah so that's that's really commendable. It's, so it's you don't know what's the Japanese. Thing. You just play it. You you just hard grind nose and go. So, wow. I couldn't do the side quests in eleven in Japanese right. because I couldn't read what they were telling me to do. And right. those side quests, some of them are a little... Um, specific, right? Yeah. So, without knowing what they were, I couldn't do that. So, those are really the only thing in the Japanese eleven I didn't do. I still got the best ending, uh, killed you know super boss, but um, yeah, I never did that. Uh, and then I played it again in English. Yeah, I, I haven't played it again yet. I I got the DS version. Mike got the uh, PS4 version. Now I'm waiting for the Switch version Switch. to play it in English. So in, I haven't in, played in it in English. Mode, yeah. So I have not gotten to do the side stuff. I haven't gotten to. I haven't really gotten to play the game yet. So I'm excited to kind of get my hands on the definitive edition, which we get the best version now, which is awesome. They're putting the 2D version in it. 
they're putting the 2D version in it. They're giving you the orchestrated music. I'm really excited for that yeah. game. I'm, not I'm also a huge though. Quest fan. I know. I, I didn't expect you to. <laughs> I did it twice. I'm good. <laughs> I am a huge Dragon Quest fan. So, of course, for me, that's like the world. So, I'm excited. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, let, let's talk a little bit about uh, that, that phase there. Because uh, I, I want to say it was probably, you were probably not in your PC phase yet by the time of Nintendo World Championships 1994. Is that correct? I, I was in some of it. I was in it somewhat. Because I started my PC phase, if you remember when I had my, had my own place there for a while in Jersey, and we would have like the whole arcade over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was kind of when I started my PC phase. So I was doing like the Might and Magics there and, and things like that. But, uh, I mean, consoles were still the main focus, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we, Street Fighter. Street Fighter was the biggest thing back then, right? I had oh, the yeah. controllers. Um, yeah, that was, that was kind of it. It was fighting games, and it was just, uh, you know, competitive with Street Fighter. That was probably three years of us doing that, you know. Absolutely. Until... It was actually more than that because, I mean, we started Street Fighter 2 back in 1991. 91. 91. Yeah. And then that went up until probably 96, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's yeah. around the time that uh, Alpha 3 and Street Fighter 3 were coming out. And that was kind of the end of it for me. I, I bowed out of the whole scene at that point. Uh, yeah. Yeah that's, yeah, that's what that was. Yeah, we used to we used to go around quite a bit, like finding different arcades, finding different machines to play on and whatnot. At one point, I had some friends come in from New York to play my kid, the pizzeria by my house in Union City, and so you know it was it was a lot of fun back then. So Street Fighter was obviously for most gamers, especially for competitive gamers, that was the pinnacle of of gaming during that time period. But we always the, found time to compete in other stuff too. Is the arcade resurgence, you know? Because yeah. arcades, I mean, maybe people don't remember, but arcades were dying in the late 80s, yep. you know. Consoles were coming around. Um, it was kind of the same thing. It was just quarter munchers. So there wasn't a lot of draw. Nobody wanted to go to the arcades and play, you know, the next Space Invaders anymore. Uh, so it was getting dull. And then Street Fighter came around and, man, the arcades were mobbed. Yeah. They were, they were, uh, they were literally mobbed. You couldn't get enough Street Fighter machines. Right. Uh, to please the demand that was out there. And then, you know, Mortal Kombat, right. 50,000 clones that came out after that, you know? Time killers, yay. Right. <laughs> right. Tattoo all, assassins. All the, all the horrible <laughs> SNK fighters. Oh, the unlimited number of SNK fighters. Oh, yes. man. <laughs> Samurai Showdown 67. Hey, I liked Samurai. Sam Show was one of the few that they uh, that they get credit for World in my book. Heroes. Yeah, well, there's that, I guess. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that a, yeah, I wouldn't call those two very uh, <laughs> impressive back then. But I did like Samurai Showdown. That was one that I. There were fun times fun. though. That was a lot of fun times, and you met. I mean, that literally, uh, you meet friends for life through Street Fighter. You know, mm-hmm. it's a scene that is a lot different today because with the advent of the internet now, I mean, everybody's a jackass, right? Couldn't do that in person. You jackass in person, you get your ass beat. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you're not going to say you're not going to say the shit that people say on the internet when you're standing next to them. Mm-hmm. So it's just a di- it's a different scene today. You still make great friends on the internet. 
It just happens in a different way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in some areas, I mean, there's still a fighting game scene where you can still kind of make it to the arcade and hit local tournaments. And I, I happen to be lucky enough to be uh, in Azusa where Super Arcade is at. So, you know, I still get to check out some of the live events, but it's nothing like it used to be, obviously. It's not. It's yeah. much, much smaller scale. Yeah. yeah. But with uh, with that, I will also say that you still found the time to uh, compete in different racing games and time attack modes and all types of stuff like that. What were some of your favorite games during that time period outside of the fighting games? So I didn't do a lot of the time stuff on like the NES. The NES was more of a platformer system. Mm-hmm. There weren't, I mean, aside from Tetris, there weren't many really competitive games there. Um, but then you moved to the SNES and launch game, F-Zero. Man, I was all over F-Zero. Because it's such a simplistic um, race, you know? It's just try and get the fast start, and then you get your one turbo per thing. There's no jumping. There's no weird controls or anything. It's just pure racing. So I was all over that, and I played the hell out of it. And then that's when we met, right? Mm-hmm. And I go over to Dorian's house, and it's like, Oh man, I play F Zero. Like, oh yeah, I play F Zero too. Yeah, let's see your times, and I'll throw a time on his cart and be like, "How'd you do that?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, I play this a lot more than you do." Yeah. And then you know that that was our start. The start of our relationship right there is like, "This guy's a god at F Zero. I need to, I need to beat him." Right. And then he would, he would beat my time. He'd, be, he'd call me up. And say, yeah, beat your time. That's my old. Oh, time. that old time. I got I that beat by like five seconds now. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, that was it. That was the start of me and Dorian's competitive, uh, you know, 30-year friendship. So, yeah, that was... The funny uh, thing was, I was always semi-competitive growing up. You know, like, I was always like, oh, I want to put my name up on this machine. I want to do this. But I never had any good competition. Like, that just wasn't a thing. Until 1990, because David Lopez was by far the best of us at Tetris. He he played that game faithfully. I, I can remember our best friend's mother would be mesmerized watching him drop pieces in Tetris. I didn't really play it. And so for me, it was like, OK, he's much better than me at that game. Other than that, though, I was usually like really good at the platformers and stuff like that. It wasn't until I met Mike and we started playing uh, time attack games like F-Zero that kind of made me go, OK, there's a whole nother world to this. Then right. Street Fighter happened and then boom, it was just that's it. I'm in the competitive scene for life. Yeah, remember, we were really competitive with Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. That was one have... of my favorite uh, stories with you. Yeah, we we would do full Super Mario World uh, runs against each other. We'd start at the same time, and then it was collect every star, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, I don't know, 100 and... 100-something stars, yeah. 96 yeah, Whatever it was. Not, yep. Was it 96? 96 games, yeah. yep. We would do it. It would be like, get get all 96, first one. And it would take and, like two hours. It. Yeah. <laughs> right, two hours. And we went back and forth on that a lot. Dorian beat me most of the time. And I remember this one time I get to Bowser first and that's like, yeah, I'm at Bowser. He's like, damn it. I just got to the castle and I died. He's on the final fight. I'm running into the room. I'm like, God, he's going to freaking beat me. And then we get there and then all of a sudden I just hear Mike start screaming obscenities. (laughs) Just like absolutely screaming. I'm like, oh, what's wrong, Mike? Did you die? Oh, because I just started the fight. Looks like, yep, I won. (laughs) It was good times. I mean, we used to, I mean, you have to think of it. This was back in 91. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting on landlines, like with, with just sitting there with an on speakerphone. Oh, it. wow. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking yeah, you're in the this... same room. You're wow, you're doing this over the no. wow. We're over the phone. Phone. Yeah. If you don't have that competitive thing, you're like me. You're just oh, I beat the game. I'm kind of done with it. I'm not trying to shave tenths of seconds <laughs> off my F zero time. I beat the damn game. Oh, Who cares? Man. I. So, I put so much time into F Zero. Yeah. It's yeah. just great. And then Wave Race later on, same thing. I had a Wave Race website for a while that I would <laughs> literally just, uh, you know, keep track of times. You know, people would submit times. I'd update the site. GeoCities. It was yeah. so much fun. Yep. Yeah. So fun. So, I mean, then uh, ninety four. Yeah. So that leads us up to ninety four and brings us into ninety four. Um, so at that point. I remember you telling me that there was going to be another Nintendo World Championships. I hadn't heard about it before that. And um, quickly, how did I, you find out about this? Because we were discussing this with Robin the other day. That's a good. That's a good point. That's it, true. We how don't remember that? Nintendo yeah. Power ever covering. Maybe that. it was. Maybe maybe it was in a magazine. I mean, I would have all the magazines on day one. We, I mean, we were doing Game Pro. We were doing EGM. We were doing Nintendo Power. I was up at the mall all the time over at the arcade. And that was still, I mean, this is a daily thing. We'd be mm-hmm. at the arcade till they closed at, you know, one or two in the morning. Um, so as soon as those magazines hit the stand, uh, we knew about it. So I'd have to say that that's probably where I heard about it. Back then, there really wasn't any other way. Right. Right. It's right. either you found out from the magazine that Internet just wasn't what it is no. today. So, uh, yeah, it, you, we probably heard about it from a magazine or something, Nintendo Power, Game Pro, something like that. I'm going to have to dig and, into those uh, magazines to try to find it out. Find it, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm with you would, on that. It would be, you know, like uh, April or June, April April or May, right? Because mm-hmm. it was fairly early in the year when we got started. I want to say it was May or June when we did Jersey. I want to say that uh, Wayne, New Jersey, we could probably look up the dates. It wouldn't surprise me if somebody recorded the dates for the tournaments. But regardless, um, yeah, I want to say it was in May uh, because I was still in school at the time. I, yeah. I remember that for sure because I, you know, I, I skipped school to make sure that I went to the first, uh, the first one in Wayne. Priorities. Yeah, we went to that one in Jersey, and uh, it was three of us, and. <laughs> it's just weird because it's in like this little nothing store. It was like a Radio Shack, you know? It PC was a Richardson tiny stuff. store. It wasn't even a big Walmart or anything like the other ones are at. It was just this tiny little hole-in-the-wall store, and it was just a little setup when you walked in the door. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so they're doing – it was like the same thing from 90 where you come in on a Friday and Saturday and you qualify, and then on Sunday they're doing a final. So they're keeping track of uh, scores – and uh, yeah, that was board anywhere? The top, like a board or like a, a, it was a whiteboard, was. whiteboard, yeah. whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And, and they were taking the top updated. 10 scores. The idea was they were going to take a top eight, but they took top 10 in case somebody didn't show up. So, That's Mike, right. why don't you tell them a little bit about uh, that top 10, what you remember of who was in the top 10? So <laughs> we get there on Sunday and somebody no shows. So they have to take one of the alternates, and one of the alternates is there. And it's this little kid, uh, James Sorge. I only remember his name for reasons we will get into. Mm-hmm. But this kid, he's like 10. He's like 9 or 10 years old. And um, by now, I'm 24, 23. I'm 23. And uh, this kid ends up playing me in the finals. You know, I go through... Um, everybody else and it's me versus him and he ends up winning now 
Yeah. I'm not really upset because by the time by the time we get to that point, we've all decided as a group, like we're doing more of these. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like we have a list of dates that they're going to, and it's like Hershey, Pennsylvania, or mm. oh, sorry, Reading, Pennsylvania. Redding, Pennsylvania. Right. Um, yeah, we're going to that in like two, three weeks or whatever it is. You know. Yeah, we're there, and uh, we're looking. It's like yeah, we do this Ohio, we do that. Bam, we are all set. <laughs> So, you know, congratulations to this, you know, kid that beat me, whatever. And I have and to then, say, Mike is never gracious in loss, okay? Mike is usually the biggest prick I've ever known, and he was nice to this kid. He was like, hey, man, congratulations. It's Again, we knew we were going to more, mm-hmm. and, yeah. I did, it just it didn't bother me nearly as much. In 1990, it's different, you know? Um, uh Super, super arrogant, but I guess those four years made a difference, you know. I was uh, arrogant to a less extent, but yeah, I, did, I didn't mind losing there. And then we go, we go to the next tournament. The guy who ran it was great, you know. I can't remember his name to this day, but the guy who ran the tournament was great. And since we were going to so many of these, we go to the next one. It's the same guy, same guy is running the tournament, and. Uh, <laughs> literally walk up. Go ahead, Dorian. Sure. Uh, the The first thing that the guy says is, so keep in mind, <clears throat> not only is he the same guy who's running the tournament, he's also training somebody to be able to go to other locations to be able to run the show as well. So the idea is he's basically training this new guy. Mike walks up with me and whoever else was there, probably Jason Orlando. And um, the, the host... Base, that's right. Base was there, yes. And so then the minute we walk up, uh, the the main guy who's running the tournament t- uh, grabs the new guy who he's teaching and says, oh, hey, this is Mike Iorossi. He's going to be your winner for the weekend. <laughs> like, this is, this, this, this is what actually happened. I was there to see it happen. And keep in mind, this actually stems from the fact that the previous weekend, or two weekends before that, because there was two weeks between these two, um, Mike was expected to win. Everybody expected Mike to win. He was by far the favorite. He had he had the most consistent play. Um, and the kid who beat him, James Sorge, made sure to rub that in his face. He's like, oh, you're supposed to be the best, and I beat you. And he's like going on and on. He's a 10-year-old kid. 10-year-old kid screaming at him like, ha-ha, I beat you, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, we're at, we're at the new one, and, you know, we're at the next one in Reading, and he introduces Mike to the to the new guy who's training, and he's like, this is Mike Iorossi. He's going to be your winner for the weekend. So go on. It's just, it's just hilarious how that, how that happens, right? And then we go on, and we play. It comes down to the finals, and now it's me versus Jason. And I go on stage. Now, my thing is I want to get in people's heads, you know. So I go on stage and I put in Super JJ as my name on the screen, which is Jason's name. So he looks at me and he's like, why are you putting in my name? (laughs) It's just just, I don't even think I responded to him. I'm like, what? But, of course, I'm not going to say, well, I'm trying to get in your head. But that's obviously the reason. So I do that. It's just a name. It doesn't it doesn't matter. You never see it again. So we're playing. We go through the first two games, which are nothing. It's Super Mario All-Stars, Super Mario Kart. You go through those, you get to Griffey. It's all about home runs. So I start bashing out home runs. And people see I'm doing well. They start cheering. Jason is getting no cheers. 
Mm. So, Big Jason hits a pop-up and is now getting very flustered because he realizes he's losing. So now he's yelling at the crowd. How come nobody's cheering for me? <laughs> because you suck. He actually said that to him directly on stage. Wow. So He, he was in his I'm, head. He he owned him. Like, that was it. It was. He hit yeah. another pop-up. I'm like, oh, man, that's going to waste, like, 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and this this was me on stage, and I just destroyed him on there. He never, keep plays, in mind, he never plays second again. Keep in mind that we know that we're going to multiple weekends at this point, yeah. right? So Mike messing with him, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, we're all friends and everything else. But ultimately, it's, it didn't matter because we knew that the next weekend he had another chance to win. And How many know, of so you are there in this group? So at this point, there are only three of us that we're expecting to actually four. place. It's, four. Who, who was the fourth? Base. Yeah, but we weren't expecting we weren't expecting base to win. I'm saying of the people that I, thought, I mean, I thought he could have because literally, it's it wasn't a tough thing to win, right? That's true. If base yeah. would have went to enough, he could have won. That's true. Because I, I was looking at it as we we were expecting certain people to absolutely win, and we thought that base was coming. At least this is my recommend. You know, sure. my my remembrance is that he he was kind of coming for fun. You know, whatever else. Jason Orlando was serious. Jason, Jason, Jason Provost was serious, or Brig, whatever his name is now. Um, uh, Rick was serious. John was serious. I was serious. So like, and David was obviously serious. Oh, I was gonna say, we Dave? were the ones. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Almost forgot Dave. No, but Dave didn't Dave start won coming in one until week, later. right? Um, he went. Yeah, he the first one that he went to, he won. Yeah. Yeah. So so week one, we were like, this isn't that big a deal, you know, big deal. He beat Jason. Jason will get it back next week. Unfortunately, Jason never actually ended up qualifying. And I think he went to about 10 to 15 um, and never actually ended up making it. So we can look back and feel bad that Mike got in his head and destroyed his only chance to win. But uh, it was it was the only time he played. He played second. He never made it to second again. We man, we tried to rig it so that he would win at some of them and still couldn't make it happen. You know, at, at the end of the day, you still have to play and you still have to win. I, I'll, I'll go back to Robin's interview where he was looking up people who quote unquote choke and how it's it's not a defect per se. It's it's I, I need to read into this, too. But I, he, he did have some sympathy for people who don't. And even you, like you, you, you were talking about choking when at, at 90. So, I mean, everybody's been there. So I, I have my sympathies. Yeah. We've all been there. So. Sorry. Yeah. And it sucked. I felt bad for him because he was there, uh, you know like every week but you know what that's just how it goes and uh you know however fortunate or unfortunate dorian won the third week yeah right we went yeah. to cincinnati and uh it's My funny hometown. we show up there it's a walmart we got there i don't know 1 a.m on a friday on friday night and uh we get there and there's like some super stupid score on the board and we're looking at it and <laughs> it's like forget that we're like, <laughs> what is that? How did somebody get that score? That's fake. That's a fake score. Nobody Seriously, Chris, that. like this score, the, I, what was it? 1.5 or something? Like it was like so 1.6. One, yeah, crazy. it was even higher. It was one. It was a crazy yeah. score. That's and like 100 home runs in, in Griffey because 10,000 It's like hurt. 24. It's like 24 home runs. It was 24. It was No, it was 25 home runs. I did math on it later. It was 25 home runs, which is absolutely insane in that so, game. It's so possible, we're, there, right? we're playing. Mm -hmm. okay. possible. We're playing the whole weekend. Now, again, third week, it's a, I think it's the same guy again. Or maybe the guy he trained. I don't it was remember. the guy that he trained. But we knew it. We knew them. 
So literally, they trust us. I'm already a winner. The guy would go to lunch and he's like, you guys handle this for a while? Yeah, we got it. <laughs> we would yeah. run the tournament while he went to lunch. It's like, to take the cart and go. Right. You know? <laughs> but, I mean, you got to play so much on the cart. It's like you could just sit there and play because a lot of the other times there weren't, like, lines waiting, you know? It's a Walmart. Right. Um, and how much was this publicized? It wasn't, like, 90. There wasn't... Right. Right. It, it, right. it wasn't. They were... Yeah. Like, in 15, so, they were recruiting people in the and, store and to play. Cincinnati actually had some... So, Mike, Mike won week two. I won week three. I still say that Cincinnati had some of the biggest competition there because the Witless Box were there. Box. Yeah, I mean, they... they and, and plus... But the funny thing was, we're all scared to death of this guy that got 1.6 or whatever mm-hmm. it was, one point, you know? <laughs> and then he comes in. I don't even think he broke 800,000. Like, he didn't it even... Terrible. He couldn't even play... The first two games, well, we're like, how did, how did you get that score? Right, yeah. I'm like, this was it was your brother or something. Did, you you yeah. ain't the player. Did the did this cart? Does it have the time dip switches? Did did no. maybe screw that up? No, no, it it was it, he legitimately got the score. It's just a lucky game. Yeah, I mean, it was a one in a million. I mean, yeah. for me, my, it's just weird. Yeah, it was a one in a million. He just got extremely lucky. He probably had no pop ups. He probably had a lot of line drives and he just happened to nail it. You know, I mean, it was just well, I mean, he, he said that he was the one that played it. He said, yeah, I played. it. I didn't even know I did well. I was like, OK, Cincinnati right. is Ken Griffey's hometown. So it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Not back then. It wasn't. Yeah, he grew up there. Oh, yeah, I know. But I'm saying he was still a Mariner at the time. He was a Mariner. Right. right. But that, that, that yeah. was that he was always their child, a Cincinnati but... boy. Yeah. His dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, Mike won one, Mike won the first week. Well, technically the second week I won the third week who won after that. Now that's where my memory starts to fail me. What was the fourth one we went to? I think it was John Basson. You... I want to say the fourth one we went to was, uh, down South on the base. Oh, right. Yes. So that was... Um, I don't think any uh, of us won that. We No one won that. That's correct. We yeah. tried, and uh, nobody won that one. And then John won Maryland. That was the that was the first Type B tournament that we saw, and he had the high score for the weekend. Army base memory. Yeah. Sleep, sleeping in the van in the parking lot of the venue. We were, getting, we were poor. woken up by MPs. Yeah, we didn't Ooh, know you're right. not allowed to sleep on a military base. We thought it's a Walmart parking lot. We can sleep here. And we're poor. We didn't have money to well, was, buy hotels or anything. Yeah, Walmart's, that's what they're famous for. You can park your RV there, right? Yeah, well, not on a military no, base. Apparently not. <laughs> so it's probably 2 o'clock in the morning. We had just gotten in. We're going to sleep. You know, we're all asleep. And all of a sudden, we're waking up to this, you know, you know, with uh, military MPs with their flashlights flashing into the window, knocking nice and hard on that, you know, right. the window. Right. Oh, it was a nightmare. By this time, I mean, it's like four in the morning or something. I think we just ended up staying up and then. Yeah, we did. Going to the venue. <laughs> Daylight was coming soon. So uh, the other one I remember, it was another outdoor one. Uh, and uh, what's her name was there? Georgia, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't. I don't think we won there either. I th- thought that that was the one that John won. I'm pretty sure that. Is like, it? if you watch the Clinton years in gaming, did a uh, did a special on the Power Fest, 
And that was the one where we were all at because John is actually in that video. He does like the whole, ah, you know, you know, John was. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they showed the board and he had the 1.6 there for the, I had, uh, um, the high score for the weekend. So I know we did Virginia. I know we did. Uh, I think we did a North Carolina. I don't think it was a South Carolina. Um, we did Maryland. I remember Boston. Mm-hmm. You remember yeah, two, you remember the we one went in to Boston? two in Boston. We I only I went to, I only two, went to one. Went to one. Right, yeah. Right. We did the one it was inside like a JC Penney or a Macy's like a or mall. something. Yeah. Right. Upstairs and yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And is that where David won? That's possible. I think that yeah, I think that was. Yeah, so by the way, guys, you know, I probably should have explained this. Um, <laughs> there was a group of hooligans back in 1994 that traveled around to about – in total, I went to about 20 Nintendo World Championships 1994 tournaments uh, because we had a group all from Jersey. We called ourselves the Jersey Boys, and we caused a lot of trouble all throughout the uh, – <laughs> throughout the tournament. So that that's kind of what we're talking about here is this, the six of us that all qualified, uh, five being from the same neighborhood and one being Mike who hung out in our neighborhood all the time. So technically we were all kind of just one group. Yeah. It's an amazing, yeah. amazing story. I, I, wait, wait. Go ahead. I just, I was just complimenting you guys. I just, I hope that this gets out more and we, the more we talk about it, the more we document it, the better. Yeah. yeah. Should have been seven of us, but uh, Jason didn't make it. So, you know what? It happens. Like I said, it's just uh, it's just how it rolls. You know. I mean, it's yeah. the unfortunate part of '94 is it wasn't like a '90 car where it was completely skill based. There was a lot of luck right. involved in, in Griffey. I mean, I wa I was a consistent player. I wasn't always the best player, but you know, I I didn't really have bad games and. That's what helped me later, right? We'll get into that. Um, but then we get past the summer of driving all over the Northeast, and then we move to the finals, right? And then we're all there, you know, it's Doreen and his dad. It's me and John um, and everybody else who came. Uh, David was there with his dad again. Um, How old's David this point? Remember. David is a year, just about a year older than me, so he would have been 18? 18, yeah. Yeah, I want to say that's about right. Yeah, that sounds right, because I, I was 23, so you guys are about five years younger. Yeah. Um, so we get there. I mean, it's just a party, because unlike 90, where I really didn't know anyone, now <laughs> I know, like, everyone. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Nintendo's got this whole schedule. It's like, oh, we're going to go to SeaWorld, and we're going to do this, and we're going to go to the San Diego Zoo, and it's like, oh, God, this all sounds terrible. <laughs> so we go and we do this stuff, and you remember the zoo? You know, we go there. And Where's all the cold. animals? It was cold. <laughs> it was freezing out. San Diego, <laughs> what? November, it was yeah. cold. Wow. Yeah. And, I mean, now... Now, granted, I'm a lot skinnier, so cold is affecting me a lot more than it does these days. Now I'd look at that and be like, it's nothing. <laughs> you know? But back then, man, if it was 45, it was cold. You're you know? in Jersey. Yeah. You're, not, you're not packing a coat to go to goddamn San Diego. Right. That's pretty yeah. much it. So we That's get there, and it's like, <laughs> we go to the zoo, and there's no animals. 
They had like it was a Nintendo Treehouse. That's actually yeah. what it was at the zoo. Was yeah. we were doing a Nintendo Treehouse. This was the birth of that, and right? um, yeah, that, that that era. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, somebody says, "Where's all the animals?" And I said, "They're uh, they're inside." The smart animals are inside. Right. The smart animals are. That's almost exactly it. The smart ones are out, are inside. All the stupid ones are out here. <laughs> and she was so incensed at his answer. It was great. Oh, uh, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. This my quick wit, you know. Yeah. I, I was kind of had that. I for, I forget them very quickly though. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean they they did that. They did a breakfast. I remember. Um, but man, we went, we went, we were doing other stuff, uh, too, but just between us, um, it was just really cool to hang out, um, for that weekend. And then, you know, we move on to the finals on Sunday. I don't very, I don't remember very much about practice sessions or anything like that on the Saturday. We didn't attend them. We it's were possible. In the, we were, well, we were in the hotel room playing uh, playing Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Had, yes. That's right. I just forgot to out. mention. So before now, none of us have any idea that Donkey Kong is going to be in the finals eventually. Spoilers. Right. I had a friend of mine that works at Software Etc. Right. He lent me the demo copy from the store a month before it came out. Wow. Okay. I call up Dorian and I'm like, dude, I've got Donkey Kong Country right here. It's the full game. He's like, what? So him and uh, Jason uh, Brig come mm-hmm. down, and uh, we sat there and we played all night. We beat Donkey Kong Country all night. A month, you know, a game a month is before it came out, fully ready to go a month before launch, and they're giving it to retail employees. That is unfathomable. Yeah, it, it was today. just demo. It just said Donkey Kong Country it demo. demo. But yeah. it was literally the whole game. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So and it comes. And- we I'm dissected leaving. that game. We knew the secrets. We knew everything about it. Like right. that was, we we were, yeah. we were playing out. I had to bring it back the next day, so I literally only had the one night. Okay, you know? but still, yeah. But then it turns. I'm going to uh, the finals. The morning before I leave, the game comes in in the store, and I went and bought it. So I took it with me on the plane. Mm-hmm. I got my SNES. I got everything. It's like, cool, we got this. We could play it over in uh, San Diego. So that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then now let's, the, yeah, let's, uh, let's before go you get there, else first. Because yeah. I, I, I want to make sure. Do, do you remember this? Do you remember finding the warp zone? Yes. Well, okay. Actually, we just accidentally, <laughs> accidentally hit the button found... as he's moving on the yes. map. And all of a sudden, boom, warp zone. How'd you do that? I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. And I did we sat that. there for a good hour and a half, seriously walking back and forth between the thing, trying to figure out how we accidentally warped in Donkey Kong Country. This is right. before the internet. You know, they're, they're, well, I guess the internet was kind of making its way around them, but this is before the internet had their hands on the game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we somehow managed to find the warp, which, for those that don't remember or don't know, when you're walking on the map, if there's a bend in the map, and you press the button, the split frame that it lands on that point, you enter a warp zone. And we somehow managed to accidentally find that on the mm-hmm. on the very first day. So right. we spent so much time in that hotel room trying to figure out how the hell we did what we had just done. And I bring that up because it's important. And it's important because of the fact that we wasted a lot of time that could have been spent learning more about the game had we known that that was going to be a game in the finals. That's why I brought that up. No but points yeah. in the warp zone, yeah. 
No points so, in the warp zone, nor can you get to the warp zone on the cart. So go on. There, there were rumors that were spreading. They had Donkey Kong Country banners, but there were rumors that were spreading at the breakfast that they, it sounds like they might be switching uh, to another cart. We don't know what it is, but it, we might be going to another cart in the finals. It's like, okay. We start speculating. It's going to be Donkey Kong. Because <laughs> yeah. it's advertised everywhere. Yeah. And they had changed the actual game, you know, like the cartridge itself from that 10,000 point scoring system to the million point scoring system. So they're really throwing in all of these different wrenches. So we're just not in the right, right on, the, on the Griffey cart. Mm -hmm. Right on the Griffey cart. Yeah. Yeah. So we get to the finals and now it's just, you know, they're doing the full the full show. You got the announcer and everything. Now, there's 132 cities they went to one yeah. winner from each city. So we got 132 finalists. So. In groups of 20, 24, something like that, you're going to go up. That's about right. You're going to play, and they're going to take the top 16 scores. Now, at this point, it's a luck, it's a luck shot. If you you need to have a great game, I was figuring you need to hit 20 home runs in order to make it. Um, I can't remember if I hit 19 or 20, but it was one of those two, and uh, I hit. I think it was 20. I think I hit 20 came back to my seat and I said, uh, I don't know if that's going to make it, but whatever. And uh, then you start seeing, it's like, uh, most people didn't get it, but you see them here and there. There wasn't enough. I thought I, I thought I had it, but uh, this is where James Sorge kind of comes into the picture. Resurfaces. And we're going to, we're going to backtrack a little bit for the, for the weekend here. I get to the hotel and whatnot. We do our check-in and, I'm up in my room. I come out of the room one day, and there's James Sorge and his mother. And he sees me. And I'm like, hey. I don't remember his name, you know. But I'm just like, hey. He's like, it's you. <laughs> you. Lightning's going to strike twice. I'm going to beat you. And I'm like, oh, God, really? You were supposed to be the best, and I beat you. Ha, ha, ha. I'm going to beat you again. Yep. You're going to go down. I'm, and he just keeps going. I'm looking at his mother like, just get him away from me. <laughs> I don't need this. I don't need this. He's just a little shit kid that's just, uh, whatever. It never, whatever. it never made sense to us. You know, it never made any sense. <laughs> he does this every time he sees me for the weekend. So In then front of people to, to brag and everything. Right, right. He's just, again, he's a little kid, whatever. But then I've got to get my, you know, comeuppance. He, uh, he goes and he plays. In the finals, and he's like, he's sitting right two rows in front of me, mm -hmm. and he goes and he plays. It's like fourteen home runs. Comes back to his seat, visibly, you know, he knows he did shit. And I just said, "Hey, James, I don't think that's gonna make it." Oh, no. <laughs> just, just starts bawling, bawling <laughs> right in his seat. He's crying. I'm like. That's what you get for fucking with me. Yeah. And then, then he turns to me. Now I'm always nice to everybody, so I'm just like, whatever. He turns to me and he goes, do you think they'll give me another chance if I like, you know, I'm like, no, they're not going to let you play again. I, he, I, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the, that's it. You get now, one shot. Look, I, I felt bad for the kid, right? But at the same time, I'm like, dude, you gave me shit all weekend. So, you know what? Eat it. 
And it was literally every time he was around because he just wanted to brag that he beat him. So every time, you know, no matter who the crowd was, we were standing near. Was, oh, that's the guy I beat. Oh, I beat him. He's supposed now, to I'm be gonna, so I'm good. Gonna go I'm going to beat him again. Him yeah. In a little while. Okay. But oh, let's yeah. finish up the rest of the tournament. Okay. Yeah. That would have been a. I would have never remembered that incident if it wasn't for what comes later. And okay. and let's so, let's just finalize. I I got the list up here. He finished fifty fifth for a ten year old against all these monsters. That's it's fantastic. That's pretty damn good. If Absolutely. you're ten, you, sh- you should be on top of the world that you get a free trip to San Diego. But instead, mm-hmm. it's going to be eating at his eating in his brain for the rest of his goddamn life. Hey, how funny you mentioned that. We'll get to that soon. Okay, yeah. and and just also <laughs> okay. for the record, Dorian finishes thirty fourth. With eighteen million, uh, seven, there's seven, a story there too. By the way, quarter. I was seventeenth originally. He was the first loser. I was. I was the first loser. I I initially finished in seventeenth, and my uh, my score got changed. All right. So quick side story before we move on with the next part of the tournament. Um, when I played my uh, during my Mario game, the screen rolled, and the screen rolled to the where you couldn't see what was going on on the screen, and it caused a death in Mario. The uh, the referees did see it. It's on video and everything else. They offered me a, a replay, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll take the replay. Why not?" Right? Uh, and so they brought me into this room and they put me on a twelve inch screen, where I did much worse, <laughs> and that's how I ended up in thirty fourth. <laughs> Bob flashback. So we'll, t- we'll get to his story next. Time. I know. Yeah. Yep. That's I didn't bring it up, but yeah, absolutely. So those one hundred thirty two finished playing, and. They start calling the people up and end up that I was in 11th. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Jason uh, Brig also made the finals. So two of our guys are up there on stage. And um, I think he also made the top eight. The top eight played, or I'm sorry, the top 16 play, and they're going to take the top eight. And I think I placed fifth. So I don't remember where Jason was, but I'm pretty sure he. Uh, placed in the top eight. Yeah, he did. Okay. Now the top eight are going to play, and then we're going to move to four. Now here's where I placed third. Okay. Jason was now out. So now it's me, it's um, Brandon Veach, and two other people that I can't remember right now. And let's. Okay. Let's. I'll, I'm sorry to jump in. Just shut him out. Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 looking at the scores because I brought up the page. Did you set up this web page that has all these scores from all the rounds? No, no. Right. That, that, Central. Uh, no, snesmaps.com. He's on the page that was made. Right. Yeah, he's he's on the one that was made by. Oh, I feel terrible. He might see this video, and I apologize for not remembering your name. It's referenced on Wikipedia, by the way. If anybody else wants to look at it too, it's it's at the bottom of the references. He's the one who, who the other person who owned the Nintendo World Championships card. 1994 right. card. Yeah. I just can't think of his name off the top of my head, and I apologize if you watch this. Right. So now we move into top four, and now comes the announcement we're changing the game. It's like, okay, we're going to bring out Donkey Kong Country. Now they bring us all to the back, and it's like, okay, you guys are going to play Donkey Kong Country back here. You can get some practice, and then we're going to go on the stage. It was just regular Donkey Kong Country in the back. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the special oh. part. We had no idea what's going on. Okay. And there's no score and in Donkey Kong Country too. There's not. Not not right. the regular part, part version. One. It's Donkey Kong Country one. There's no mm-hmm. score. So, so we have no idea what the rules are gonna be. Two people the two people that have never played it before are already complaining. It's like we've never played this and I'm like, Yeah, I've got <laughs> this at my hotel. I've been playing this all weekend. <laughs> yep. Brandon also had it. 
in his hotel and he'd been playing it. So at this point, it's like, I have all the information I need. <laughs> we go on stage and it's like, okay, these two guys have no idea what they're doing, but Brandon does. My whole thing here is I just need to learn how scoring works. Right. Because we're both coming in blind. We have no idea what's going on. So I'm playing, just trying to figure out score, what's worth it. Obviously, just get as many bananas as you can. Now, do they, that's the that's the most score that do you're they going to tell for you this. No. Mm-mm. So you just nope. play it. You don't have no idea what the scoring mechanics are. <laughs> we, yeah. That that was the thing. Wow. Like, well, like basically, Mike was taking the first round, going, "They're going to take the top two anyway. I don't have to compete here. I can right. learn I the scoring. I just have to beat the guys who have no idea what they're doing. Right. Now we're playing, and there's a secret at the end of the first stage, where if you drop in the hole, it's a barrel. And the barrel shoots you into a bonus stage. Well, that's not there. Yeah, they, so they remove the barrel go, in that version. I roll and die. And the first thing I do is I look at him yeah. in the audience, and I'm like, and I, "What the hell?" And he's just like, I'm, like <laughs> "I'm like, what?" And, and the, the whole too. crowd, yeah, the whole crowd is like, "Oh,", oh. And it, they're thinking, "Oh, man, died." Jimmy there. didn't get Brand- the star. <laughs> right, There's supposed to be a and secret there. Brandon rolls into the same exact spot and dies. Mike notices that, and we're both like, all right, we're good. (laughs) Don't jump in the hole. Don't fall in the hole. Don't do that again. Okay, I'm good. So we we go through that, and it ends up I do play second, beat the other guys. It was my whole – that was my whole motivation there. Okay. Fairly close, too. You had 2189, and Frank – or James Frank had 2076, so it wasn't a blow away. No, but it's not a lot of score in those games either. No. Right? So now it comes me versus Brandon. And <laughs> my game starts first. And there's about a, a good four second delay yep. before his starts. And I see it because we're not like right next to each other on stage. It's more like this and I'm back further. Okay. So I could see his screen, but he can't see mine. Which is <laughs> weird. So I'm just now I'm just like, okay, now. I need to win. There's no figure anything out. I know what to do. Let's just go. So I flat out. And at the end, my game ends, but he's still playing. And let me tell you, the that's longest four four that is the longest four seconds you can imagine. Cause I'm just looking, I'm like, he's getting more score. He's still getting more score. Oh. He like a secret area. And he's like, but please stop. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Time out. I'm like, Oh shit. I won. Literally me on stage. Holy shit, I won. Yeah. Brian leaps over like five rows of people. I don't understand how I did this. I I had so much adrenaline. So they had lined us up in these theater style (laughs) chairs, right? And I jumped over four or five rows of people in a single bound to jump over all of these people to go running up onto the stage to grab Mike. They wouldn't let him. Yeah, yeah. They they end up taking. Well, they pulled me down. I did make it up there for a second. They pulled me right down. Yeah. And then I I said you know to like, to the announcer because now everything is chaotic. They're trying to calm things down. I said to him, "Can I can I bring my friends on stage?" Yes, we'll do that. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> they shuffle you off the stage into a back area because they want they want to capture the emotion. It's like, oh, we're gonna put you in the car and you're gonna drive the car ten feet. And. uh so we're going through that whole scenario. They put me in the car. Stick. Can you drive a stick? Yes. But apparently on this stick, not unlike the one I have at home, if you don't hold the clutch in, the car won't start. 
I'm used to just throwing neutral. <laughs> Throw neutral, hold the brake, start the car. Well, it, on a newer car, newer at the time, 94, apparently it won't start unless you're holding in the clutch. Okay. So then I go and I drive the car, whatever. And then it's like, picture He embarrassed time. himself. Picture time. Okay. And this car is an upgrade from the Geo Metro from 1990, by the way. It's it a, was. Heck yeah. It's a Mustang GT. Oh, or yeah, a Mustang yeah. A little no, bit of a, an upgrade. It was, it was a regular Mustang, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they got Donkey Kong there and Mario and they're taking pictures and I'm me. You know, this this is me winning. It's like you should you smile. You just won a new car, aren't you? Yeah, cool. <laughs> I want to go and hang out with my friends now. Hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, this guy couldn't get me. He hated me. The cameraman hated me. So all those pictures you see, like from far away, cameraman just hated me. Yeah. Because it just would not cooperate. But you know what? Look, that's me. That's me. I'm sorry. So then it's just this rush, you know, get back to the hotel. Oh, we got to be on a flight at uh, six o'clock or whatever. We're going to head to the airport. We got a red eye. You're going to be on a TV show at like 5 a.m. I don't know what it's called. Oof. Some Fox show, whatever. Uh, and I'm like, OK, I got a friend with me. We were planning to stay longer and go visit some friends. Well, we'll handle that when we get back. We'll put him in a limo and send him home. Okay. So that's what happened to John. We get back and it's like, bam, here's a limo. Go home. <laughs> and uh, I ended up doing this, you know, morning show. And then they stick me in a hotel where I pissed Nintendo off. Mm. <laughs> so I sit in this hotel for two days, you know, and it's like, oh, we're gonna, we're trying to do uh, Letterman. We're trying to do Leno. We're trying to do all this stuff. They got news people coming by doing interviews. And they'll give you like, you know, if they bring up like video game violence, just avoid the topic because Mortal Kombat was a big thing right. at the time. So they want you to avoid that. Um, so I'm doing interviews. It's funny because the interview, when it happened, I remember Fun and Games had it on the TV and saw me. So when I went back there, they're talking, we saw you, we saw you on the news. <laughs> Great. Meanwhile, I call up, and it wasn't Dorian, but I called up Rich, and him and a bunch of friends came by, and we went, and, you know, we were, like, cleaning out the fucking liquor in the hotel room. I'm staying like, some fancy hotel. So I'm calling up this girl that I know that I was supposed to go see in California. Uh, we're talking on the phone all day because they left me in the hotel by myself. Which is long-distance calling back then. Right. Yep. So I ran up a $600 <laughs> hotel bill in two days and uh we go to check out and they're like really what you left me in the hotel for two days <laughs> what are you supposed to I'll do see? not call anybody right right so, oh well that wasn't even counting the day that we checked out where there was more you know but yeah they were not happy with me on that day I'm like, whatever you're nintendo 600 you're gonna bitch <laughs> right whatever out of here so i mean that was that was kind of it that was 94 in a nutshell um not a lot happened after i mean then the prizes come you know they sent me the exercise bike they sent a vcr they sent a tv they sent me a box full of 50 games which that's, that's another great. story i wow. can go into um 
whole bunch of stuff ended up being about $32,000 in cash and prizes. It was a $20,000 check because it was uh, a $5,000 cash prize. And then it was the car or 15000 cash. Right. So it's either, oh, we're going to give you 15000 cash or we're going to give a dealership 15000 you go buy a car. Yeah, cash. Yeah, got to pay tax on that. Just, just, write, just write the 20000 check. Thanks. They did not give that option to the 1990 winner, by the way. They had to take the car and they had had to pay the tax. Well, they had to. It was the same thing. When I talked to Bob, he said it was the same uh, deal where they gave the money to a dealership. No, no. He specifically told us um, in that in in the last time that we interviewed uh, that they did not get that option. They they actually said that um, he had to pay the taxes on it, period. And he had to scrape through his whole summer. No, they didn't give him a cash option, but they didn't just hand him the card. They gave the money to him. Oh, yes. I got you. I got yeah. you. Okay. Yeah, but they didn't give him an option to take the cash. No. Right? no. Right. And they, they didn't even get a cash prize. They got a right a CD or something, right? Mm-hmm. $5,000. Yeah. Savings, savings yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, oh, well. I had better prizes four years later. Then you right. go to, then you go to 2015, and it's like, hey, you win a nothing. Nintendo a DS. Here's a DS. Absolutely yeah. nothing. I and I felt I felt bad for uh, John Goldberg when I met him, yeah. and I asked him, I'm like, what they give you, DS, a trophy. That's it. Multi-billion dollar Nintendo of 2015 can't afford prizes. No, was, this is Wii U Nintendo. They, they couldn't afford Yeah, right. It. That wasn't their uh, <laughs> that wasn't their heyday, right? <laughs> okay, so we get all these prizes. Cool. Um, went and bought my own Mustang with the money. I bought like an '89 LX50. Spent six grand on that. Um, but the games, I didn't want the games. I already had, any game I wanted, I already had. Thank and you, a lot of the games that I didn't have that were there were crap, like Cinderella. Well, dude, crap. I don't want this. But you know what these are? Are these are unopened SNES games? A box of unopened SNES games. Okay, what can I do with that? You know what? Toys R Us <laughs> takes games back if they're unopened and gives you full price. They'll give you the. Uh, the store price on them, but Jeffrey they won't give money. you cash. They give you Jeffrey money, which shit. If you got, if you buy games, that's just as good as cash. Mm-hmm. So me and Dorian and somebody else every time it'd be like, here, you take these, you take these, you take these. We'll go in, we'll trade them in, and uh, that's what we did. And I ended up, man, I had like a thousand dollars plus in Jeffrey money, huge wad. <laughs> a huge bankroll of Jeffrey money. And uh, whenever something came out, it's like, new game's out. Toys R Us, let's go. Here. <laughs> and it does it. So that was our uh, game money for a while. So I had driven out to Ohio uh, to visit my uh, my mother. And on the way back, I got pulled over. <laughs> Cop pulls me over. I'm like, okay. So he's like, you step out of the car? Sure. And I got my trench coat on. You of know. course. And uh, he's like, can I pat you down? Yeah, sure. What's that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, I got a story for you. <laughs> so I won the Nintendo World Championships last year. 
And one of the prizes for winning was they sent, I went through the whole spiel on how I got the money with this cop. After I'm done, he looks at me and he's like, nobody can make that up. (laughs) Slow down. You can go. Good job, Ohio cop. Right? Right? It was, I was almost out of Ohio when he fucking snagged me too. But uh, yeah, that's, that's what happened with that Jeffrey money. So it's a great story too. Um, so then, I mean that that's pretty much it for uh, the '94 tournament with that. But then you know we move on to like 2007, right? Now I, oh, I, don't, I, don't, to, I don't want to miss that. Um, the next year, Blockbuster did a competition and they used the Donkey Kong Country card for, block, for, for, right? for Blockbuster so that was two. The, Mm-hmm. No, it was one, wasn't it? No, one was, was one was also the same year, '94, and in fact, the winner of the '94 tournament, Mark Ganane, was on your team. He qualified up in uh, the Boston area. So, okay. Uh, oh yeah. '93 was Star Fox. '93 was Star Fox. '93 was Star, which I played. I won. One of the stores got the jacket, uh, which they gave the winner of each city in '94 a jacket, also. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it was Jason Orlando won like six stores and had like six Star Fox jackets wow. or something crazy. Yep. Yeah. Um, so 95, they did use the Donkey Kong Country cards for the Blockbuster tournament and then Nintendo sold them on their website. And I had one. I have no idea what happened to it. I think somebody, you know, borrowed it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I never saw that again. I think I had a Star wow. Fox one as well at one time. I have repros of both. So that's the best I'm going to, I'm not going to spend a thousand plus sure. for one. Now, I remember when they went up on the Nintendo store online, yep. and it was like early. $50. It's like, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm all over that. I'm definitely getting one. <laughs> I got one. Whitlisbach got one. I used to talk to him all the time back then. But yeah, that was uh, that was great. Okay, so now we fast forward. 2007, 2000. It was, it was your, not the first time I saw you, Dorian. I think it was seven, because it was... Uh, I think it was before with that. You, with you and Amanda in... The living room together. Yeah, the couch with your monster TV in the corner. Yep. It wasn't wasn't the one that had a bedroom on each side and then the living room in the middle. That was the first one I came to by you. So I want to say it was 07. I came over there. Could have been. And what happened is before I get there, every once in a while, I I imagine everybody does this at one point. You do the uh, Google (laughs) of yourself, right? Just to see what comes up. And I do that. Sure. So I do that and I find this post online and it's like James Sorge versus Mike Iorossi. Uh It'll happen again. I'll get my revenge. And this is like, this is his footer on like a forum post or something. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It's his signature on every post that he makes. Right. So, I mean, this is like several years earlier. I had never seen it. Right. So I, I go out to visit Dorian, and I mean, this completely slips in my mind, right? And again, I didn't even remember who this kid was until I see this, and I'm like, oh my God, that's him. <laughs> so I'm at Dorian's place, and I'm like, Dorian, you have to see this. Go do this search. And he does it, and this post comes up, and he's like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. You ruined this kid's life. You made a comic book supervillain. 
You ruined this kid's. Oh kid. no 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 no! You did not. He ruined. Oh god. <laughs> this oh. is. This is like twelve years later. Look, James, if you ever see this video, I just want you to know. I hold no ill will towards you, but holy crap, dude, you got to let that go, man. You have to let that go. I have go. to imagine that he's let it go by now. I would have thought so, too, but between... Years this is later, an open I'm invitation little... for us to talk to him, too. I would yeah, love to absolutely. get the story. I, you know, however you want to have closure on this, as, as, as you'll notice with all of our guests, everybody seems to have that crap, I lost moment, and they needed to redeem themselves. Even Thor had that when he first lost in his first NWC regional and then went on to another regional and, and, and yeah. Robin had his moment and Rebecca had her moment. And it, it's mm-hmm. everybody's Hell. got, I had my moment in 1990 and I redeemed myself 25 years later, but everybody's got that moment when they're stepped on and feel like shit. So it's not the end of the world and kind of appreciate what you do have. I mean, not everybody I'll gets even... to go to LA or to San Diego to win these things, you know, I'll even go one step further. I'll, uh, I'll invite him to one of the events that we host mm-hmm. and um, do a do a reunion battle between the two of them for fun. It right. won't be anything, you know, it won't be anything crazy, but it would be awesome just to kind of give him that revenge match. And, you know, if he wins, great. If he loses, great. Whatever the case may be. Nab I think that, it'd be uh, fun. He'll, he'll get a trip out for free. And, you know, we'll... we'll uh, <laughs> nab that uh, sealed copy of, of Barbie Adventures for SNES and have that as the... Yep. I'm going to add one more recent recent thing to this but within the last two years or something i end up i mean i have so many people on my facebook um from the scene and apparently james swords is friends with one of them and i saw james swords reply to a post that somebody made and you know i went and i looked at his facebook for a minute and whether on purpose or not his Facebook URL ends with 94. Hmm. Like, you know how you go to your, it's, it'll say your name, right? Mm-hmm. Well, his, 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 his is like his name 94. Or it actually was, it was, it's his uh, handle that he uses online, whatever it is, 94. And yeah. I'm just like, that is, hey. that is not an accident. Ultimately, that's a hell of an accomplishment that he did that getting to the finals. Yeah. So I'm proud of the kid. I still think he was a total and utter dick for no reason at all whatsoever. He was a kid. He's ten. He was a kid yep. And you know what? I can write it off as that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the only reason it, again, the only reason it ever became a story, this would never be talked about right. if we never found the post. Right. We would have forgotten. 12 years it. later. Yeah. I had, forgotten. that was the only thing that really made it a story. And it's, it's just, it turns out that it's like, wow, this I devastated this kid <laughs> to the point where this is like his fucking nightmare that he wakes up sweating in the middle of the night. Oh, Mike, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. that, but yeah, that's uh, that's good stuff. So, now, w- one thing ahead. that we did forget to mention was at the 94 tournament, um, they also did the teams competition. I was about to ask that. Yeah, I actually forgot to bring that up. So just to give some background there, there were four regions of the country. And what they did was they divided up the teams by regions and then gave each one a team. So there was the hurricanes, the tornadoes, the cyclones and the typhoons. Right. I think it was, I think those were the four. Those yeah. names blow. <laughs> Sorry. 
sorry. So dad, dad joke. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So um, we, they they put us into <laughs> they put us into these teams, and you know we're like, okay, well this isn't even close to fair. We have the least number of players on our team, and then we look at it like, hey, you know what? This this could be interesting. Let's let's do it. So Mike, how did we do? There was a prize for it too, wasn't there? I there was. There was some extra games. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was, but there was some type of prize for winning. So anyway, I mean, we did, we had like two less players than every other team. I don't remember the exact numbers for it, but I remember that we were short. And then when they announced it at the end, we still annihilated every other team. I wonder if I those mean, scores are anywhere. That would oh, be awesome. God. We just, we well, did they just it base it off so of regular round. the other teams with less people. But we had our whole crew in our team, you know? Yeah. And, and we had some of our best games during that as well, which just kind of made that funny. <laughs> right. Like I said, two of us made the top eight. Right. right. Brandon Veach was the top player in the qualifier, and he was on your team? He was on our team, too. I want to say that three of the top four were Tornadoes. James Frank, mm-hmm. Majid, uh, I don't pronounce his last name, El Gazar, I guess. I don't want to butcher it, but I just did. And Jason Fair. Probst, t- number seven. So yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, he wore the he, top four of the top seven. Provost three was, of the top four. Uh, two of the top four. Number one and two. Okay. Mm. Yeah, Provost was that Jason that I was talking about that uh, was one of the Jersey boys with us. Brian right. Smith was number nine. Four, five of the top ten. Five of the top nine. Wow. Yeah, we we just had a lot of really good players on our team, and that makes sense. <laughs> and that's interesting that the East Coast Rick, dominated Rick so much at that time. Whereas the 90, 90 NWC was more of a West Coast deal. Mm-hmm. It was me. It was Dorian. It was Rick. It was David. It was John. It was Jason. And. Well, those were the six from the Jersey Boys. But wasn't there seven? No, there was no, six. Was six. Jason Orlando didn't make it. So there you go. There's our six. Yeah, it was our six. Make sure, make sure they all get mentioned. Yep, Absolutely. David's going to be joining us uh, probably this week, if not next week. Nice. Um, okay, so then fast forward 2015, right? Right. They're doing it. They're doing another tournament, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go because I want I want to be able to qualify again. That's my big thing. Is I won 94 finalist in 90. I have to at least try to make 2015. Now, I'm a little upset that they're trying to say that this is our first Nintendo oh, World yeah. Championships oh, yeah. in five years. It's like, hi. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> this this literally says Nintendo World Championships. Yeah. Nintendo World <laughs> Championships. First place winner, me. Yeah. And reigning champion, might I add. Right, because there wasn't another. They had smaller right. tournaments. There was never another Nintendo World Championship. So apparently, Nintendo gives zero fucks about me. Did you know there was one in 2010? There was a we. There was a we one mm-hmm. with we fit, right? And then there was uh, there was a Wii U one with um, Smash, I think, right? Yeah, Smash. Smash, Smash mm-hmm. wasn't promoted as a. It was a single game, but in the 2010 one was Mario, <laughs> Mario Kart. Then they threw in like the Wii Fit stuff just as a right because we. I actually this. talked to Dorian. I mm-hmm. said they're doing a tournament. Um, I I'll come out to Arizona and me and you could do it together. Right. And because it was a team, they had uh, 
a team competition yep. and a singular competition. Yep. Right? It, was, it was all teams. It was right. all we so I told them, I'm like, dude, let's do it. And yep. we never did. We, we talked just, to Zach, the yeah, winner I don't... of one, a uh, couple episodes ago. So he's a really cool guy. I never even heard of it until I met him in 2017. So this is only seven years ago, and we don't know about this stuff. This isn't like lack of internet. Nine, this this yeah. is this is re- that that's sure. gross negligence to forget but that yeah, that no, existed. I I knew about it, and like I said, I spoke to Dorian and wanted to do it, but we just uh, we just didn't. You know, for I, whatever. I, and I can't remember why. I don't remember why we ended up not doing it. I think that ultimately it came down to the game selection that we were just like, this is stupid. Let's just not even bother. I think you were really busy at the time too. Yeah, work back then kind of sucked. Yeah. So. Yeah, we, we definitely knew that. You know what? Nintendo, for promotion purposes, it was better to say, hey, this is the 25th anniversary. Uh, first one we've done since then. So it just sounded better, even yeah. though it wasn't, even though it was, you know, inaccurate. Um, There's actually but- one other part to that. Hold on. I actually spoke with uh, one of the people who was organizing the whole thing. They originally planned on doing this the year before. They were going to do 2014. And they were going to say that it was the 20-year anniversary. They didn't get the plans done in time. And so they ended up saying, okay, well, we're not going to wait you know, until the next anniversary for that. So instead, what we'll do is we'll do 2015 and just say it's the 25-year. Was That's Mario that... Maker delayed? Was that part <clears throat> of it, you think? I think that was it. I think that I, – he, he, he said something along the lines of um, they, they, were, they, they, they didn't have everything in place to get the tournament out on time. So I would assume that that would be very likely what it was. Because that's the whole reason for the damn thing was to show Mario Maker in that setting, mm-hmm. which was genius yep. marketing. That was absolutely that, that that game was gold for that format. That, that was it. Sure as heck, that was, was the home run of 2015. Was watching that race in, in Mario Maker. It was amazing. So so yep. 2015, mm-hmm. we um, I decided I'm going to go. You know, it's Doctor Mario. I'm actually decent at what you do in Dr. Mario there. And I started putting it in my practice. So um, I'm putting it in my practice. I'm, I'm doing okay. And I'm like, I can, I can do this. I can, I can win one of these. Okay. Um, So I get in touch with Triforce. Right. And uh, me and Triforce end up going to Chicago together. We hop on a bus and I had a friend of mine from my stream He's going to pick me up. He lives in Chicago. He's like, I'll pick you up at the bus stop and we'll drive over there. We'll drive over to the Best Buy. So we do that. Now, I've been on a bus all night. Mm-hmm. I get there. It's raining. Yep. We're standing outside in the rain for two hours. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm at the back of the line already. Yep. So I'm miserable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I've got like backup clothes in the trunk of the car. You know, so it's like right before we go inside, I go fucking change my shirt, which is now just drenched. I, I, I like take your take your shirt out of the washer before it goes on rinse, yeah, or, or before it goes on a spin. spin yeah. You know, that was me. So I go and I change my shirt, go inside, and I'm like, okay, I got this. Now, the problem is I haven't eaten, and I'm diabetic these days now, so. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go to a couple other things as well, but essentially my handshakes. And it's hard for me to control that. It gets worse if your blood sugar is low. Okay. Yep. So 
I get in there to play, and if you start getting, like, if nerves hit, that's going to make it worse. Yep. So, Triforce has a friend with him when he's recording. He's recording this. I, God, hope I, I hope he just deleted it right afterward. But I'm sitting there, and I'm playing, and I'm doing okay. I get into Dr. Mario, and uh, clear the first board. I've got the second board set up, full set up. Yep. And uh, I need my one piece to drop it, and I get it, and I move it one, two, one all it takes. all it takes. And then the next piece wasn't it, and that was it. It was a line out right there. But literally, this was my fucking screen with the DS in my hand the whole time. And don't don't. I hope that's not erased because I want it. I, if you, that's visible, no, I I never want to see that. <laughs> I never ever want to see that. So and walls, that was it. That down. was the that was the end of my documentary. Now at this point, we didn't know there were going to be any way to play again. So there was something else going on in the area at the time galloping ghost walter yeah. day was going to be a galloping ghost so i'm like let's head over there uh met walter before and it'd be good to go and see him again i'd like to go to the arcade so that's what we did right out of the, right out the door i think we went with um if you know who abdallah smash is mm -hmm. okay i was he, there he, with him he featured me on one of his videos and he featured you in one of his videos that day Right, so we went to lunch, me, him, Triforce, and two other people. We went to some place, ate some lunch, maybe at Fuddruckers or something. And uh, That name is never not funny. Go ahead. <laughs> and uh, then we went to Galloping Ghost. And I, I got to Galloping Ghost, and I get a call from Dorian. And he's like, hey, they're letting us play again. I'm like 45 minutes from the place now. Yeah. So, and oh, and they close in 15 minutes. Yeah, so, right. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. That so was... that, that was the end of my 2015. And I didn't, I didn't even stay around to know who won. So I, I wasn't there when that happened. Uh, Chris, sorry about that. No, no. Didn't, I kind of just wrote it off after that because it was like, you know what? If I'm not there, then I don't care. I had heard I you were the there and you had your Mario trophy, but <laughs> I was so into my own shit at the time, at the moment. Like any other day, yeah. I'd be like, "Yeah, I want to meet this guy." And I also Nothing. seen you. I know this is after the fact when I heard about because Nintendo Quest had featured you, so that was after. Because right. yes, I, yes, they. Yep. So that was later. I on, went so. up and did something with Rob up in Cleveland. I went to see the movie with them, and then we did a little uh, interview after that. That was really cool. Rob's a great guy. Mm -hmm. um, He's been in this room <laughs> when, it was, <laughs> when it was cleaner. <laughs> right. Nice. No, he, good, good, good people, you know. And um, so we, we, you know, we had fun over at Galloping Ghost. Uh, that was a good time. Triforce. Triforce is a good dude. Uh, he's a little weird sometimes. He, um, there was a thing that happened where Triforce was trying to get me to be one of the special guests at the finals. So he goes and he gets this Nintendo Life website and they do an article where he basically says, I'm getting him as a finalist. He's going to be there. And they had did an interview with me as if that was fact. Uh. And that interview was on the web. And it's like, dude, I'm like, they haven't said anything yet. This isn't. They didn't even but, get Bob. And, and keep it. Triforce well, is very adamant it. about things, and I'm like, okay, I'll, you know what? I'll do it. It's fine. Let's go. And then it didn't happen, and I feel like jackass. You know. Well, at that time, 
we had heard that, um, and and I was working with Triforce on this too. Like he was he was he was really trying hard. Um, they they had kind of divulged some information that there were going to be special special guests. Eight, eight, we eight, didn't eight eight qualifiers, eight yes. guests. We had no idea who yes. the eight guests were, what the qualifying was. Right. Like I was under the impression that the top eight people on the leaderboard were going to be the eight guests. I had no idea that they were going to invite internet celebrities. But yeah, see, we didn't know that they were going to be YouTubers like that wasn't we didn't understand that part. So we were like, it makes perfect sense that they're going to invite the Nintendo World Champions. Triforce had it in his head that when he heard that they were doing these guests, that that was the type of people that they were looking for. And that makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Like it would have made sense to have Thor, to have Mike, to have the old Nintendo World Champions come out. Right. Um, obviously that wasn't the way that it went and it ended up being, you know, a number of YouTube celebrities and speedrunners and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Triforce did try to make that happen, but to his detriment, he also kind of made it sound like it was fact before it was. It was, uh, it, it was awkward. It was awkward for me at the time. And, um, you know what, that's just how it goes. It wasn't the end of the world. Um, I wanted to go. Like I said, I was I was just bummed that I lost. I was bummed that I lost because I knew that was something that I was still capable of doing. Right. And uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna do it anymore. You know, it's just the competitive edge of me. I want to say it's 100% gone, but I just I don't care as much anymore. You know, it's just not something I need. I did that, and right. you know, I'll always have this. Yep. So I don't until really, I take it from you. I don't need that anymore. Over my dead body. <laughs> oh, you caught that. All right, good. <laughs> yeah. That was actually this guy. <sighs> oh, nice. Look at that picture. That good stuff. Yeah. Look at that mustache. Where'd you get that? I have the paper from when it was published. I, I, I can see that. Uh, from like, that day. Like, you kept it and you never yeah. showed it to me? Yeah. Bastard. It was, I mean, a lot of this stuff is just sat in storage, right? I got you. Yeah. What sucks is, you know, I have like the day of the paper. You can't get this online. Right. No. They're not, they're, they're not, not archived um, like you think they are. Archived. Yeah. You, you should uh, figure out how to preserve that a bit because that newspaper is just going to get more yellow and brittle. and. It is. I pulled it out of storage more recently because I, I wanted to get the pictures for Retro City. I wanted to get something that hadn't been out there before. Mm-hmm. You know, I. I try to do that, and uh, yeah, the guys got them now, so you can take a look at that one that I scanned. I that might be the same. It's the same one. That's this one. I have another one. I think it's over there. I do have two different ones though, but this is the one that's scanned. So I have another paper sitting that's awesome. over there. I don't have scanned yet, but uh, yeah, just so you could throw that in there and you know have that show up. Um, in the video, but that's uh, that's good stuff. Yeah, so let's get back on. Let's get back now that we're ready to uh, finish out the video. Are there any other topics we want to cover before we close it out, or what? Well, I mean, you're, you're streaming now, Mike. So, like, kind of tell you the evolution of that. I'm not were, streaming now. No, oh, this. you mean these days? Yeah. 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 So let's transition into that. All right. So, what are you doing these days? So you said you're not competitive anymore. At least that that side of you is kind of uh, burnt out a little bit. What do you do for fun? What are you doing these days? Right. I mean, you know, I, I say that it's burnt out, but you know, we did this thing last month at Retro City, and I still <laughs> practiced because I didn't want to look like an ass in front of everyone. And my, <laughs> my entire goal was don't be worst. 
right? Mm. At least be, you know, next to worst. So I did. I sat there. I practiced. I learned some random Tetris pattern and, uh, you know, did well enough that I felt good about it. And you that was it all great. But it was. And it was it was good. It was a fun time. Uh, it was really cool to see some of those other guys. You know, I mean, obviously, we've seen Chris a bunch, but I never met Robin, at least not since 1990. So it was really cool to see him again and a lot of the other guys. I wish Thor was there, but sucked that he couldn't make it. Um, other than that, you know, I've been doing streaming for seven years. It'll be eight years, you know, later this year. Um, and, I mean, so I just play... Early. I did. I mean, it was right when Twitch started. I actually, when I made the account, it was still Justin. It was Justin, Justin TV. TV. And um, the way that turned, the way that came around was, you know, I just started screwing around. I I like figuring things out. I like um, just trying to know how things work. How do I do this? How is that done? And I will sit there and you know, um, just figure that out. So that was just one of those things. And it turned out that it was like in July or something where I started and then I started playing like Diablo on the, on the stream just for you know a couple of friends of mine. But as it got into like August, I said, you know what? Dark Souls is coming out in a few months and I love Demon Souls. So I need, I need to play this on stream. I didn't really know what I was getting into at the time, but I would. part of me was, I need to figure out how I can do this. How can I stream my console? So do some research, like, okay, I got to get a capture card. I get the capture card. I start screwing around with that in, like, September, and uh, bam, I got it. And then it's like, okay, Dark Souls comes, I'm going to start streaming uh, Dark Souls. And, uh, again, not knowing what I'm really getting myself into, uh, I think it was October 6th or 8th where Dark Souls 1 came out and started streaming it. And, man, I suck. I get to Taurus Demon, and it's like, uh, die, 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 <laughs> die, die. And I'm just, I'm You're looking at like, I'm doing this in front of six people. <laughs> this is uncomfortable. So I would shut the stream down, right? But then I would come, I would come back. You know, I would come back either later that day or the next day, and I would gradually get over that fear, right, of failing in front of people. Right. But what's happening is every day people are flocking. You know, it started out with six. By the end of the second day, it was 18. And then, you know, by the end of that week, it was, you know, like 60. And by the end of that month, I was a partner on Twitch. Right. Wow. Several hundred. I would turn my stream on and there'd be 250 people in the channel. You know, and nobody knows and, about uh, your history. This, this is just people no. wanting to watch Dark Souls. Yeah. No camera. And this no is nothing. early on, you know, it's so like there weren't too many people there, that really. Right, that's exactly about it. It. There's yeah. not a lot of people doing it. So the ones that are people are going to. And uh, yeah, I mean, I would play like 16 hours. I'd, I'd start at noon. I'd go until four in the morning. Mm. <laughs> and then I do the same thing the next day. And, uh, I mean, you find out fairly quickly that people are not loyal to you. They're loyal to what you're playing. Yeah. So, uh, I got a little tired of dark souls at the end of November 
and said, uh, I'm going to play Skyrim. Well, there goes your viewership. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're not playing Dark Souls and suffering anymore, so I don't really want to watch you play Skyrim. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not... I'm not the most talkative person. I like to play. I like to let the gameplay and the game speak for itself. Like I'm not one that's. Just, I don't. I don't want the stream to be about me. Right. I want the stream to be about the game, and that's. You know, there's not a lot about that out there, and it's not very widely accepted. Um, I have my viewers that I love. Um, I've I've done really well with some games over the years. Like Dark Souls was the best for me but i did really well with borderlands 2 i had a great borderlands 2 uh following on twitch for a while and diablo 3 diablo 3 i did really well with but um yeah dark souls is the bread and butter next month is Sekiro. i can't wait i'm doing a 24-hour stream i only wow. do a 24-hour stream when a new souls game when a new from software game comes out that's my 24-hour stream mm -hmm. and the last one i did was dark souls 3 uh before that bloodborne um but yeah, when Sekiro comes out, from the time it launches, my stream will be up for 24 hours, that's and awesome. uh, that'll be interesting. It's a little harder as I get older. Yeah, <laughs> try and plan these things a little bit better. But uh, what's your yeah. channel? Uh, quick one, QIK one, Twitch.tv/QIK one. Great. Uh, we'll put a link to that the, in the chat in the uh, in the video. At comment. the time, they wouldn't let you have three-letter names. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And Interesting. then, and then uh, Microsoft went and bought my URL. Wow! All right. They, they bought they bought a company called uh, Quick, Q I K. Mm -hmm. They made some type of image software or something. Way to go, Dorian! And, uh, Microsoft bought them. So Quick.com is owned by Microsoft and redirects to Microsoft.com. Thanks. Yep. But right. I have QuickOne.com. So. Which is going is going to be going through a uh, massive overhaul sometime this year, whenever I finally uh, decide what is going to get done with it. Looks terrible right now, but uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoy the streaming. I really do. I keep telling people, I'm like, if I ever become rich, like stupid rich, I would still stream. Yeah, absolutely. Because I like doing it. I just <laughs> like sitting there. Um, when I do, when people do talk to me, I I, I like the banter. You know, I like to sit there and converse with my viewers, and uh, I I really enjoy playing. You know, and while that might not always come through, because again, I'm stubborn when it comes to how I play games. You know, I want to figure the things out for myself. Don't give me tips. Right, don't no, tell me anything. And that's hard to watch sometimes. It's hard to watch somebody, you know, not know an answer to something and. Would you know the answer? Yeah, yeah. So that, that's that's been a challenge uh, at times. But you know what? I I love doing it. I have great viewers. Um, really, you know, did a solid for me last year, which was great. Um, yeah, I like what I do. My uh, I'm not, I don't know how much you can see of my background, but it's loaded with uh, all types of gaming uh, paraphernalia. <laughs> Speaking of which, bring that trophy up to the camera for us. Let's uh, let's let everybody see let's what that see, looks like. Uh, let's see how that comes in on the camera. Here. It'll look really good. Just don't get too close, otherwise it'll go out of focus. Sure. Um, move it so, to your. Come, move, move it over. More, more, more. There you go. Perfect. Uh, I got it. Right so in the middle there. 
That's so awesome. there it is. And this, I mean, you're going to get some glare here, so it's a little hard. Which is fine. We can see your name. That's all that matters. Nintendo World Champion ships November 20th, 1994. Mike Iorossi. And unlike uh, I... Dr. Disrespect, that's legit. Right. <laughs> not, a, not a Blockbuster Champion either. Oh, no, no. That, he, he didn't even Two-time win that. Blockbuster Champion. Um, so 1994 is 25th year anniversary. I'd like this to get November 20th. Uh, when November 20th happens, I'm going to try and do an AMA on Reddit. And, you know, I'll get a post out there saying, hey, you know, 25 years ago, I won the Nintendo World Championships. And I'm going to try and do an AMA there. So I do have plans to try and celebrate it a little bit this year. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, I'd we'll like see to happens. get a panel of this podcast up in Portland this year. So I hope with uh, Robin's help, we can make that happen. And if we can get you out there for that, that'd be amazing. That'd be great. I sent an email off to Replay. Asking them if they wanted to do something too. Yeah, they, I, they I'm, I'm emailed back and said maybe, you know, we'll or, look into it. Blah blah blah. So are you talking about the one in Pittsburgh, Replay Facts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be there. I'm running you the documentary tournament there. So, you know, uh, it's interesting. They moved to August this year. First week, yeah. It's always that July August corridor. It's literally <sighs> the week before Game On. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least it's not the same weekend like last year. So even if I come out there, Dorian, it won't be until yeah. Right. That week. Right. Yeah. Understood. But, well, uh, man, this it was really great getting to go over this with you guys, you know? Yeah. So, sir, we appreciate you coming out. This lonely little me. <laughs> guys, anybody who's watching this, make sure you subscribe to his uh, to his channel. Like I said, we're going to put it in uh, in the section down below where you can put the information and whatnot. He'll, uh, I'll make sure that there's a link in there so that everybody can kind of follow him on Twitch. <laughs> it's 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 not a podcast if i don't give somebody the finger right that's true i agree that's right i'm used i'm used to it anyway it's not even shocking to me <laughs> and you were wearing trench coats before clerks came out in silent bob i'll just have to say that by the way too yeah and speaking of clerks did you ever the find that he stole it from <laughs> no, you not the other way around no, i'm sure you know what that got lost in the move man i know it did i had a uh, copy of clerks before they added the music because my father like put the truly's gum salesman in that movie and <laughs> damn it dory you and... know freaking everybody okay oh god it it just yeah we, we had a copy of that on vhs and it was you know the the rough edit before any of the edits actually happened right. and uh, i lent i lent it to mike and never saw it again <laughs> That's why he owes me his trophy. Oh, yes, that's oh I see. That's why. <laughs> I think that edit is actually available on like the Blu-ray version. Laserdisc. Yeah. Laserdisc. Well, Laserdisc has it too? I have nice. the Laserdisc copy. I just never watched it because, you know, I'm not going to actually watch a Laserdisc. It's just to collect. But Right. Right. Um, Any other no. crazy uh, links we have to Popcorn? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Man, there's been so much stuff. I forgot so much stuff that we did over the years, you know? That's Me true. and Dorian, look, I, I didn't mention this before, but, you know, when I did 2015, 2015 was a rough time for me. I, uh, I lost my best friend a month before I went to that tournament mm. in 2015. That tournament was in May. My best yep. friend died on April 23rd. Um, 90 uh, i'm sorry 2015 and um that was a really rough time for me 
you know. So I mean, I was still dealing with all that shit, and uh, you know, fucking Dorian was there for me, and yeah, it's just it's just tough. The, the guy I was I went to the finals with in '94, John his, that was John Nailon, right? I mean, dude was my best friend for a lot of years. You know, it was him and Dorian and. Uh, somebody else named Rich that you guys don't know. But, uh, yeah, they, I mean, it was like my three best friends, but I hung out with John constantly. You know, John lived in my house for months. Uh, we were constantly back and forth because he, he was closer to me than Dorian. Dorian was, you know, like 20 minutes away. John was like, you know, five minutes away. A few away. blocks, yeah. <laughs> right. So. Well, I, and I used to drive out. But when you moved to uh, Ohio from New Jersey, John and yeah. I would drive out together to go visit Mike. So. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard getting over stuff like that, too. You know, it's uh, man, I knew him for 20, 20 plus years. And man, I the thing I miss most is him coming in my stream and telling me how much I suck. <laughs> you know, so just stuff like that. He'd call me up at lunch every day and it would just be like, uh, sup, asshole. You know, <laughs> not much, fuckhead. You know, yep. that's, that's, uh, that's us, you know, and then we right. just sit there and talk about games, you know, that was, uh, that was us. And it was never anything, uh, uh, like there was no drama, you know, he wouldn't talk about family shit or anything like that. It was like movies, games, music. Mm -hmm. That was it for 22 years. And, uh, yeah, I, I missed that. So yeah, when I did that 2015 thing, that was still really fresh. Yeah in my mind and uh it's rough he was a great guy he was he was i'm fucking missing him immensely it sucks yep so uh i don't want to end on that note yeah i want to end on uh i want to end on the down note again it was just it was really cool uh doing this just getting to talk for what like two hours now man yeah and we, uh, there's going to be more. I'd love to have, you know, group stories with you and the other Jersey boys. And oh, Yeah. Man. Yeah, at some point, I would love to figure out a way to get all of us back together, even if it's on some crazy six-man Skype call. Uh, you know, however we have to do it, I'd love to see, like, a, a Jersey boys reunion call. That would just be so interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to find it interesting just to hear David's stories once – you know, we have him on because David and I lost contact for a good 15 years. So I'm, yeah. I'm curious to hear what, you know, his perspective was on the Nintendo World Championships. He disappeared right after 94. Yeah, so. I haven't talked to him since then. Right. The first time I talked to him was last month. Yeah, that yep. was kind of an amazing yeah. weekend. I was just kind of sitting back and letting you guys do your thing. And I kind of felt um, like a third wheel, but it's like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy it and yeah, you guys do your it. thing. And I had a great time just, just watching yeah, I uh, I didn't mention it to them, but you know the panel that I want to do, I'd like to get David to do it in Pittsburgh with me. He came know? last year, so that's that's a possible. I mean, yeah, yeah. I I I think he would go, and I would I'd like to do that with him, but you know it all depends on what comes out of it. If you have some influence there, you know? I I have very little. I've been trying to even get money for my thing, and it's they're kind of. This isn't. They, 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 they get all of their people you know? from the pinball people. Like, like the video game part is just locals. Mm. So his marketing scheme is, he gets like the classic game room guy because he's local to Pittsburgh, and he gets a bunch of the pinball guys because they're already there. 
but the gaming stuff yeah. they're not flying people in they their budget is i don't care about that yeah i'm only i'm less than two hours away right if like, you if you go and you come up here and we can go together that would work out i'm, for I'm gonna be there you early because my friend is one of the managers of the console lounge so i have to help what's well, early i mean it's four days long as it is right i get there like monday yeah so i'm like they're setting up crt wow. tvs and shit up and down the if you've ever been there they've got about 250 crts taking up this entire convention center which is larger than the convention nice. center in portland because it's kind of the reverse of portland whereas the arcade takes up most of the space and the vendor space is pretty small so they bring well, in uh, arcades and pinballs and arcades and pinballs and two hundreds of console stations and we have to set all that up and test them before they go and that's what we'll i'm doing the first two days yeah. a little bit more then but we can, I mean, getting a panel, if if you make the trip and, you know, find a place to stay or whatever else, like, I'm sure the passes will come free and the panel time will come free. They already, he said at the very least, we'll give you passes. Yeah, so that, that's a hundred bucks right there. So that's, you know, yeah. that's a start. So, and, you know, I run the Dr. Mario tournament. If you come in and beat uh, <laughs> Packy at that, that'd be amazing too. So I, but... I don't think, I'm so out of practice on that, you know. Plus, he was never even, like, as good as me at Dr. Mario anyway, oh, so. Oh, there, there we go. Except that he actually didn't know how to play Dr. Mario, which was his problem. Um, go ahead, Dory. You know, go ahead, Dory. I think I, think I remember some uh, matches in Tetris versus Dr. Mario where you had to please, admit please that I was me. dominating. Please tell me how you were playing Dr. Mario before 2015 speed. I was playing before 2015. Do you have any idea how to get score in Dr. Mario before 2015? Did I know how? Yes. Did I actually ever bother to do it? No, because all that I cared about was getting to level 24. I remember, I remember telling him and starting to teach him how to play, how to actually play Dr. Mario for the tournament. Mm -hmm. So, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Like it was basically, Okay, so what do you have to do in Dr. Mario? You have to go for score. Crap, so I got to set up combos? You know, <laughs> yes. it's, it, this wasn't how I played Dr. Mario. It's a whole different game. Yeah, and, whole in, different and in 1991, up. when it was a score competition for Dr. Mario, as we know from our previous episode, Steve Lucas just skipped the Dr. Mario part and just spammed Mario 3 to win that tournament. So yep. even when it was an official competition, people were not doing it then, so... It was amazing how 25 yep. years later they completely reinvent a game to play mm -hmm. a way that almost nobody had played before. But, you know. Right. Well, were, there was no Pinbot in it anymore either. They took Pinbot out of it. Yep, yep. Right. Because that was yeah. the original. Yep. Yeah, they right. did Mario 1, Mario 3. So I'm sure that that had more to do with licensing than anything else. Oh, yeah, yeah. They just sure. kept what they had. And, and the Pinbot thing was if you knew the skill shot, that took you six seconds and then you'd be on to the next game anyway. But, right. Uh, any, anywho, as, as they say, uh, super amazing. I want to talk to you again. We'll do more panels and let's keep this podcast going and the relationships going and more stories. And this has been a good start. This isn't even close to the end of what we're doing here. So it should be the end. I should be the last one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Best for last. Mm -hmm. You're at at yep. the moment. Yes, so, absolutely. <laughs> Yep. Next week, Bob Whiteman. Right. Oh, we got D-Lo, we got Bob Whiteman. Yeah, D-Lo's coming. <laughs> There's quite a few coming. I, I want got some, some people who weren't necessarily competitors. I mean, you know, Howard Phillips would be an amazing guest. So it's it's the sky's the yep. limit on this damn thing. So keep keep the keep in touch, and I will see both of you in the future, and hopefully all of you will see all of us. Good guy. When you